Here we go. Painkiller Nearly, episode 38. This episode of Painkiller Nearly is being brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter offer code PKA at checkout. So whether you're starting a business, building a portfolio, or just expressing yourself online, remember to sign up today at squarespace.com slash PKA. Squarespace.com slash PKA. The place to make your website. I can't think of anything that runs. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I was dying. Yeah. All right. So here we go again. Everybody strapped in. Taylor, I'm glad you could join us again. Yeah, thank you, Taylor. <sighs> My pleasure. <laughs> Mickey, I'm glad you're here, too. Um, I don't know what you did this week, but um, I started my week off by watching the Manny Pacquiao fight. Uh, at least, well, I, I did. I couldn't. I was gonna come watch it with you guys, but I got distracted elsewhere and I had to watch it on my own. Mm -hmm. But I did watch it. Uh, it went exactly like I said it was gonna go. Uh, it was just as boring as I thought it was gonna be, and uh, and I feel vindicated because everybody was like, "Oh, this guy's gonna knock this guy's head off." Oh, that Pacquiao guy, he throws a lot of punches, and the whole time I'm just like. I don't know. I don't think Mayweather is going to lose. I, I think he's good at not losing. Uh, he, he's never done it before. <laughs> my my boxing expertise is a little like my hockey expertise. Like I feel like I know more about the game than about the current players. Um, you know, if if you put me on the ice, I'd know exactly where to stand, how to handle different situations, when to work the give and go, etc. Um, you know, if you put me in a ring, I think my reactions would be all right. I'm no pro out there. But, you know, I, I've got a couple combos in there and I, I, whatever. But I had Pacquiao and I was wrong. Yeah, I thought that um, Mayweather's shoulder roll was not going to work well against a southpaw. I, I did not know it was going to be as boring as it was in spite of the fact that a lot of people said it was going to be. You know, I watched Chael Sonnen's prediction. I watched. I talked to Lozon about it. Uh, people who watch boxing more than me were saying it was going to be just like it was. I had hoped for more. <laughs> I was wrong. God, it I, sucked. I did it, see that, um, and and who knows? You know, fighters are always given excuses, especially after the fight. The but shoulder. Yeah, I was saying that his uh, his right hand was bothering him a lot, and it turned out I guess the athletic commission refused to allow him to have an anti-inflammatory shot in his hand before the fight, and uh, he felt like he wasn't as effective with his hands as he could have been if he'd had that shot. Bullshit, it wasn't bullshit, his hand. Bullshit. It, I, I it was his shoulder or his elbow. I forget which. I want to say shoulder. You think it was said, his hand? Yeah, he said hand. I'm going to Google this. Like in his broken English, I heard him say, you know, my right hand, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of hard to make him out a lot of the time. English isn't his first language. Pacquiao injury. It was his shoulder. He said his hand, though, in the interview, like post-fight. I believe you. Uh, he's from the Philippines, so the, whatever. But, but it was... Going into it, he was saying shoulder. I don't know. There'll be a rematch. There's so much money involved. And I will you not think? watch it. Mayweather was already... <laughs> I like that. And I will not watch it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. You know? They could... Can you imagine hey, if you Colin. paid $100 for that? <laughs> oh, uh, I did. Oh. Uh, well, I didn't. I, uh, I watched <laughs> mine on a streaming website to avoid uh, paying $100 for that. $100. Uh, Dude, if there's anything that makes me a UFC fan, it's watching boxing. Like, I, I, I guess it turns out the boxing that I watch is often highlights or cherry-picked best ever. And um, I somehow thought going into the fight that it was going to be more like that. 
mm-hmm. and it's not rocky it's not rocky <clears throat> i think a lot of people are like that, especially the general public well not fake boxing but you know like you, you watch the hbo like you know the, there's all those boxing matches there they're often like the best from the last five ten years and i'm like all right cool like this is what boxing is like it's not bad but it was you could, bad. Ju- you could say the same thing for baseball. You could watch like, you know, the last five years of like home runs and like clutch mm-hmm. plays. And, you know, that play we saw the other day where one of the Braves did that crazy, you know, like over his uh, across his body, uh, you know, off balance throw and got the guy out. You can watch all those all those you want. But baseball is still a pretty boring sport. You have to have a love <laughs> of that game. To you got to watch 300 it. hours to pick out one of those good 10 seconds. Yeah, it's, you know, you watch an entire baseball game, and it's a bit like NASCAR. You're waiting for the two or three highlights. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, a, a super exciting game might have five or six highlights, but it's not like a UFC fight where, or, well, you know, UFC fights can be duds sometimes too, but... They can be. Not every fight's going to be the best fight you've ever seen in the UFC, but goodness, well, it, it'll be better than that boxing match. It will be better than that <laughs> boxing match. I would, I would much rather watch, like any on just name one any undercard fight in the ufc than that fight but of the two greatest boxers of our generation i'd much rather watch two guys who had never even heard of before but were ufc caliber fight if a ufc fighter puts on a fight like that mayweather pacquiao that guy is on a watch list people have been fired coming off wins although it's rare um but what happens is if you're a boring fighter like that the second you lose the ufc is just chomping at the bit waiting to fire you and that's, it's it's um it's where it is i i think the sport i think with the ufc they're trying to 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 gain ground they're trying to expand their audience so they can't afford to have duds like that boxing is sort of a it it has always been kind of established as such a major sport but i feel like they're losing ground every day i feel like the the old guard who are like who who, who appreciate boxing and pugilism as it were uh they're dying off left and right they're <laughs> they're they're just like that same crowd of like conservative Republicans that want to keep the gays down. It's pretty soon there won't be enough of them left to matter. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and either boxing will change, die, or uh, become more like the UFC. Uh, it has to. It's so lame and boring. And it's much more dangerous. Like, like we pointed out all the time, people think of the UFC as a blood sport. I love when they call it that mm-hmm. on, the, uh, on, on the nightly news. But it we talk about it all the time that... Yeah. It's, it's the tapping. It's the repeated fucking jabs. You fucking hit me in the head all fucking night long, every <laughs> it, night. And, and your brain is smushing back and forth against the inside of your skull. It's a lot more harmful for you than that one crack to the jaw, that one kick to the head. It, not that that's... Uh, it's not, not great. That no, that's not It turns out that it's worse to get hit in the it's head worse. 220 times a night in boxing than it is to get seven good shots in the UFC before you're done. And that... It just it just worse to be hit hundreds of times. Football too. <coughs> I was going to say that if I had a kid, um, I wouldn't let him play football, uh, even if he had an aptitude for it. I don't think. Really? Because, yeah. Even I really don't think I would. Um, especially if you ever considered that, like, ah, he's good enough to maybe play a junior college or something. <laughs> you know, this is a guy who might go to the next level where somebody who's making it their life's goal to be the best football player is going to be the one tackling my kid. Like, nah, let's, let's not go in there and do that. Let's play baseball or basketball or <laughs> soccer or lacrosse baseball. or swim or anything. Every sport will hurt you. Although football's kind of, and most sports don't hurt your brain. Right, yeah. you finish swimming. You got a rotator cuff thing. If you did it, yeah, your whole pull your life. knees out playing baseball. I'm all good with that. Shoulders. You'll be, you'll be 50 by the time you're you're feeling it really. Mm-hmm. But 
you could get four or five good head injuries in a college football career, and maybe by the time you're on the backside of 40 or 50, you start seeing it then. We don't mm-hmm. know. Like, like brain injuries are weird. Maybe when you're 50, all of a sudden you can't remember where your fucking keys are, and it's all because when you were 22 years old, you wanted to see if you could make it. You know, and, oh. and everybody knew you couldn't. I forgot to fix your picture, but you look pretty good, if I'm honest. Oh, good. I got kind of lucky. Let me see if I can I make it I changed my better. lighting a little bit. I had borrowed, uh, I've, I've got one of Kitty's studio lights, and the one that's coming over here is more of a, it's a lot warmer than I'm used to. I've got a cold light over there and a warm one over here, and it's usually, it's a little different. I'm going to have to adjust it. Yeah. My dog died. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. He was five. He wasn't supposed to die yet. Uh, I, I think he had a heart attack. Um, I didn't know. I made a vlog about it, and uh, I said it in the vlog. I, I've seen people vlog stuff during key moments, like where it's real. Like this just happened to me, and they put a camera on themselves. And um, I love those vlogs. Like I, I've always thought to myself, like if I ever happens to me, I'm going to do a thing. And uh, and then it was like, well. And the dog died like two hours earlier or something like that. I forget the exacts, but um, this exact specs. But anyway, Jack died. Um, when he died, I, I said it in the vlog. If you guys didn't see it, but like he was, he was in our bed, and then he like went right to the foot of it to the dog bed, and then while he was laying down, he pooped, which is never a healthy like that's not the sign of a healthy dog. And uh, he let out this whimper. I thought he was having a nightmare. And I also, I didn't mention this, but I thought he was throwing up. I was like, what is in his mouth? And um, I thought maybe he was choking or something. And then later I realized it was his tongue, but it was like grayish, bluish type thing. And that is a heart attack sign. If their mm. tongue or their gums turn color like that, like ashen gray or blue. And is, um, it called a, is that called going epoxic or something like that? Maybe there isn't a lot of oxygen reaching the brain. That's my theory, although I don't know for sure. I'm, I'm a lousy doctor. And uh, um, having a heart condition was synonymous with some of the other things that were wrong with him that we didn't pay much attention to. Like his weight had dropped from like, I don't know, like 118 to 108, something like that. And uh, he's too young to be losing weight. But we thought, whatever, you know, maybe he's just, I don't know, weight fluctuation, fluctuation or something. But losing weight can be a sign of a bad heart. Uh, of course, the way that he died with the racing heartbeat and the epoxic gums and tongue. I don't know if I said that right, but I don't know if I did either. Yeah. So like it, it looks like he had a heart attack. Hypoxic. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like out of the blue, he had a heart attack probably because he had a bad heart, probably because he was a purebred, um, great Dane. And that's one of the things that impacts them. Jackie's looking at great Danes, but she's just trying to fill a hole in her heart. I don't want three dogs. I, uh, I feel like with three dogs, like with one dog, he is a sibling, right? That dog is a part of your family. He's just like all the others. With two dogs, it's the dogs. You know, they're a little, um, is it called a herd? What is a dog? A pack. You know, they're a little pack, but, you know, it's two of them and whatever. With three dogs, it's livestock. Like, we, it seemed like we had indoor livestock at, at times. Not many people have 100-pound-plus dogs, though. And we had several of them, right? And 100 pounds is only part of the story. Now, now that's a good measurement of how big a dog is. And they were, I don't know, like 120 and 107 or something like that. And then the little one is like 60 pounds. Like, he's not that small either. Um, He seems like that. Maybe he's 50, something like that. But uh, when you put it all together and you're threatening like 
370 pounds worth of dog or something. I don't know if I did my math right. Let's see. What is it? We'll do a 120 plus, so that's 230. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, 250, 290, whatever. Somewhere in that range. I don't know what they all weighed, but it's just a lot of animal. You know, you open the door to let them out on the, like a train of livestock comes rushing through. And, um, you know, I, I think we're a two dog family. I think that's a good number for us. I like having more than one, but three's a lot. And, uh, not that I would have chosen for one to drop. That's totally not the case, but you just don't want to go back to three. Yeah. You just don't re up it and be like, all right, you know, maybe, maybe if another one drops, then we'll go back up to two. We just won't go back to three. And that's my, my thought on it. Hmm. But, um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting to make the video at all. Like, it, yeah, it was, I liked it. I, uh, <clears throat> I know that happened really early that morning. Uh, I watched the video at like, you uploaded early. I, it seems like I watched your video at like 9 a.m. or 9.30 a.m. or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, uh, it, it was really, uh, I, I felt bad for you. I was like, my, um, <laughs> I could, I could definitely uh, see you were hurting, and it, and it had been a, a major thing. You're like, it just had happened. You know, it's like you said, it was good. Yeah, you're still kind of shaken from the whole. You know, it's not just that you lost your dog. Like if if you had been like on the paintball trip and he'd been hit by a car or something, that's very different than him just you know dying in the bed with you like that. That's that, that must have been traumatic. That's weird. Yeah, and. After the vlog, we had to take him to the vet. And we ended up taking him to the vet to get cremated. Mm -hmm. And, um, dude, it was it was rough. So I thought when he died, that was going to be the peak of the trauma, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, in reality, carrying him into the truck was kind of rough. And it wasn't that it went too poorly, but Jackie had to help me. Like I could carry Jack when he was like standing and I could kind of pick him up by like his rump in his chest or his belly in his chest. Yeah. But, um, when he was dead, like I, I just couldn't quite get the grip I wanted and his head would fall in an unnatural way and stuff. And I didn't want to like desecrate the body. So I, I got help and we put him in the truck and then carrying him into the vet. I was like, what do you guys do with him?" And they're like, well, it's the weekend. And they don't come till Monday. So we put them in that freezer right there. And it was a freezer, like, I don't know how to describe it. You, you Probably people have them in their garages, too. You sort of open the lid to it. Was it one of the wide ones that's, like, as wide as your arm span? Or was it one of the more ones that's more like a cube? It was, it was as wide as my arm span. Yeah. And it was almost like a dumpster type size and, and shape. Yeah, yeah, a deep uh, freeze like a, is what I hear them commonly called. Okay. Uh, it, it would be like a small dumpster in terms of size. And yeah. I knew exactly what the next step was. Get the owner out of the room. And the, the, there was two women helping me, like carry the dog. And uh, they were just not strong enough to do this gracefully. They were going to dump him like trash in a freezer. And... Uh, um, it was just like, oh, that sucks. Um, and that was kind of rough. And, uh, um, but I, I, I made the video cause I feel like that's the difference between YouTube and TV, right? YouTube is supposed to be somewhat real anyway. I mean, it's entertainment. There's all kinds of videos on YouTube, but one of the kinds of videos that people put on YouTube is the real stuff you don't see on TV. And, um, I, I was like, I'm going to do one of those. So, uh, 
Anyway, well, that's sad. I'm 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 sorry for that. Uh, I uh, I hope you feel better soon. That's a that's a real shame. Yeah, I. Uh, it's hard losing a pet. Chiz lost his dog. Uh, seems like only ten or twelve days back. Uh, so that's that's terrible. He was like, these things come in three. Maybe Dak will die. And I was like, fingers crossed. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> the top comment on the thing was, "Poor Jack never got to see his dream of killing Kyle." <laughs> Not poor Dak. Poor Jack never Jack, got to see yeah. his dream of killing Kyle. Although either would fit. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to uh, to like cozy up to him. So now I, I put a bag of dog treats in my car, and every time I come home, give him one. And uh, I figure maybe he'll associate me showing up with like treats, and maybe that'll be a good thing. Maybe I saw a video of a guy who won over a dog like that. I should show it to you because it was pretty. He put a lot of time into it. He wore a GoPro and. And the dog hated him a lot. I showed you that video the other day of, or I, I texted it to the group uh -huh. of, of him just like, arr, arr, yeah. Arr. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you, you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I came home yesterday and I gave him, uh, I, I'll usually like bring him like, what, like half my lunch or something. Mm -hmm. Like I had some sort of weird breakfast sandwich from Starbucks that was like, turkey bacon and egg and cheese and he's just like suspicious like watching me the whole time <laughs> <laughs> like suspiciously chowing the chowing down on it, the, all the food i bring him so maybe i'll win him over I, uh, eventually and i i don't even care about being friends with the cocksucker i just wish he'd stop barking at me and stop <laughs> stop acting like i'm an intruder because it's annoying at night i've got one more thing on the dog death so we've had i guess our last three dogs to die jack brandy and, and dakota when brandy died she had cancer in, in like her face and her brain. And uh, it was like she was doing okay with it, a little bleeding of the gums or whatever. And then one weekend she like fell off a cliff and we decided like, you know, we're going to take Sunday, love her up. And then Monday, uh, that'll be that. And I never thought twice about that decision with Dakota. It was rough. It was a long, slow decline. I, I still wonder if we should have kept him another six months. And Jackie wonders if we should have done it six months earlier. You know, it, it, there was no perfect day for it. She thinks I. It's helped. hard. It's hard to to know when the right time is. It, now, in my case, it's usually me putting the animal down myself, mm -hmm. and that's even more uh, responsibility. It's like, do I pull the trigger now? Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> maybe I could. Maybe I could like feed it tonight, and tomorrow it'll be up and walking again. Like, it's, that is uh, rough. I, and now, when we put them down. They're literally laying on my lap with their head there looking at me and stuff. Like, I'm not just dropping them off, leaving them alone. But, yeah. but I will admit pulling the trigger is another step in the whole thing. With Jack, at least there's no second thoughts. He had a heart attack. He was yeah. in bed. I was consoling him because I thought he was having a nightmare. Like, I used to play with his floppy ears a lot and, and like, rub him on his... He, has, he had this big, broad chest like a horse. And, uh, you know, he, like, like, solid, you know, man touches to it. And, uh, and I was sort of doing that thing to him, you know, pet and, and, uh, that's, that was his out, his exit, but it wasn't my decision. It wasn't my fault. You know, those things of all the, like, it's a, there's no second guessing. So at least that much is nice, but he is. Yeah, gone. that's good. I, I always love telling that story about how my dad sent me to go put the cow down and, and I'm just like, I don't want to do that. He's like, yeah, go put her down. I can't, I can't stand to do it. And I go back to the backfield and there she is. She's standing there, the red cow with the white spot on her eye. Like he told me, I was like, all right, here we go. She were like right behind the ear. She drops instantly dead. <clears throat> I go back home. I'm, he's like, 
how'd it go? And I was like, it went fine. I was like, it was real. It was like, she didn't feel anything. It's over. I was like, she was just standing there one minute. And then he goes, standing. She was up and walking. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, she's standing there. And then, you know, oh, hell, that's why I wanted you to go shoot her. She hadn't been up in three days. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, you didn't mention that. I, you told me to go kill her. And that's what happened. I <laughs> like, totally thought this was going to be the wrong cow. But <laughs> <laughs> that would have been worse, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shot Bessie, and then meanwhile, there's some sick cow down the road. Yeah. That was no, the red I... dot behind her, right here or her left here. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> there's two dogs or two, nah, two cows? Yeah. I, I, uh, I felt a little bit bad about that. I, no, I, I didn't feel bad about that. That was just funny. That was his own fault. But uh, <laughs> it was. Um, but, but there's been a few cows I had to shoot like that. And it's, it's always like. Now, what about deer? You feel absolutely nothing killing a deer. Because you've killed a lot of deer, more than most. You killed yeah. more deer, more deer than most hunters. Yeah, I've killed. I think I've killed um, sixty. Sixty would be an easy would would be an easy number to say at least. Okay. Yeah, like white-tailed deer. Um, I won't get I into know. my squirrel story, but I'm kind of a legend myself. So sometimes <laughs> you feel bad, sometimes you don't. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. There have been times where I like shot a bunch of them at once, like there were maybe four or five in a herd, and I took the whole herd out. And it's hard to feel sorry for an individual one because it's in the heat of the moment, your heart's just racing, and you're just concentrating on trigger pulls, and it's just over before you know it. Um, I've also been bow hunting before, and the deer was like right under me, so you know I'm drawing a bow back and you know having to shoot straight down. And I tried to shoot her where her heart or lungs would be, but at, at, a, at a downward angle, that's kind of weird. So I just hit her right in the fucking spine, and her back legs stopped working, and she's just like crawling with her front legs going, ah, like, like digging around trying to get away. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm like <laughs> grabbing another arrow and, you know, finishing her off and like, you know, I put three or four in her before she was down, and and I felt a little bit a bit a little bit bad about that because um, of the suffering, not because of the yeah, because the suffering, not because of life, no, um, no, not with deer so much. Uh, that's why I stopped doing it because I didn't feel like it was sporting, and I really wasn't enjoying it anymore because it was just too easy with a rifle. Uh, I'd still go bow hunting if it weren't just. It's a lot of effort to become to to go bow hunt like. It's a lot of effort to go paintball. I've got a lot of gear to get together. It takes me an entire day, the mm -hmm. day before, to get my camera gear, all my guns, all my air, paint, and you know, get everything straight. But to be a bow hunter, it's, it's just as much setup and just as much equipment, plus there's a lot of practice and preparation, and you've got to smell just right, and you've got to be wearing the right clothes. and It's just too much bullshit to, for at the end of the day, just for my heart to race a little bit and to kill some poor deer. I don't know why hunters drink that pee. That's disgusting. It tastes awful. I'm gonna tell you, and you don't. You, you never get used to the taste. <laughs> no, you don't. It don't get any better. <laughs> we used to always have deer piss in the car just for pranks. Like I'd fall asleep on the way to Florida, and I'd wake up. What's that fucking smell? And come to find out, they were trying to put like a drop like on my shirt, and like I woke up, so they just spilt the whole thing on me. Like, yeah, uh, deer piss just reeks. And uh, Scott drank that whole bottle though. <sighs> he swallowed that. That's he don't 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 play no shit. Is that right? <laughs> Gator don't play no shit. <laughs> uh, uh, I had something else to talk about. Um, oh, this is nothing. This is so dumb. I started putting getting my room ready. I don't know that the echo is just slightly better. I have two lamps with lampshades shining at me. I've got the game with or the Black Ops Two thing in the back. It's still an echo. I hear it. 
But um, piece by piece, it's we'll get... significantly lower, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Definitely. I, piece by piece, we'll get this thing better. I got a great big picture to put up in front of me, which I think will have a huge impact. And, uh, and then we'll be almost there. I've got a chair to bring in. So how much Daredevil have you watched? None. 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 I, so my sleep schedule is on point right now, which sucks. So, like, I, I, since we moved in this house... Every night I sleep in the master bedroom. I never like whatever cheat and sleep in the guest room or something. And, uh, you know, the kids go to bed at like 11 something. And every day I'm up at like 630. And, you know, it's, there's just no TV time. I haven't watched TV at all for I weeks. Go to, I go to sleep uh, somewhere between 3 and 4 in the morning. And I wake up somewhere between 11 a.m. No. and noon. That's kind of how I've been operating lately. And as long as, as soon as I wake up, it's like in the shower and then out the door to like get my business done for the day, that, that works out nicely. Because I never have, it's rare that I have like eight or nine hours worth of shit to do. Like it's usually like three hours of stuff to do and I can operate that way and get my TV time in. I always have like 10 to 12 hours of shit to do. Always, yeah, it seems, you've got, or more. You're, uh, well, it's like I always say, say, you know, that that uh, that Minecraft thing is like it's like there's a fucking industrial project going on just outside your window. And every now and then you got to be like, hey, put that down. No. <laughs> <laughs> you two, what are you doing? You got, fucking hell. You know, you got to you got to get in there and, and, uh, Wait, and actually manage. We're having an issue with the Bungie servers now. I think I did a day in the life yesterday where I declared it solved, but it turned. I, woke I up still haven't watched it your day in the life. Oh, video. it's not bad, but I've got another one filmed. I'm going to edit it and if i think it's good i'll upload it um I'm, i really do want to watch it um i, I just keep I, I played mortal kombat all night last night dude, I, dude, I guess i just forgot about you're it. under no obligation to watch my 40 minute no, no, videos no, I, I want you to know that I'm, I'm excited to watch there's it. some really pretty am. compelling yard mowing in there <laughs> well, you interviewed in part in the first one right like that's uh, part of it yeah but i didn't capture the interview people liked it people liked it a lot i wasn't sure they'd like it uh, one of the comments that kind of burned into my head was like, now this is a day in the life. I hate those eight minute videos of like sewing, so go shopping. Like, you know, this is 40 minutes. This is your day. And uh, I don't know who they were talking about. Like it could be they were talking about like old school white boy buy socks videos, but I don't think it was a 2011 reference. I, like sometimes I know the optic guys apparently have been making day in the life videos. Maybe that's what theirs are. I don't know. I, I don't really watch everyone else's videos, but yeah, video like that it's it's i wouldn't know where to find the balance with my own life and to, and to do an honest and accurate one because mm -hmm. it it's like which day you yeah know? well i try to choose a day that something interesting goes on i picked that one because um i was going to go to court you know with the whole jamal thing and uh or it's spelled jamel but they called him jamal the whole time he was here i don't know but um uh, that turned out to be a bit of a dud but i filmed it and did my thing um uh, but yeah, so I try to pick a day that's kind of interesting and then just film what I'm up to the whole time. I'm pretty busy every day, camera or not. So there's just, there's just shit to do. Dude, I, uh, I, I went to, I went paintballing this weekend. I played mm -hmm. at a place called Paintball Atlanta. They're not paying me or anything, though they should. And, uh, I, I dropped $240 worth of paint. Uh, I shot three cases at those fucking kids, noon till five. That is a lot of paint. I didn't skip a single game. I played every game, every round. I brought three different paintball guns, two two full setups. You paid like eighty my, bucks a case. Yeah, they yeah. charge a lot. I 
think you're like, pay, you're not just paying for the pl- for the paint though you're paying for the you know all the people you get to shoot with it it's you i 60 a case isn't worth it if it's if it's no fun when you're using it you said it. 80 80 yeah it's 60 at other places right right i yeah. i just I, I, I thought this place wasn't amazing so i would have expected paint I, I how much is it where we went to chicago it's like 60 or 80 bucks paint there. I, right? think it, I think it's 80 a case there as well. So if it's 80 a case there, I would have thought your crappy place would be like 50 a case. You know, it's not so crappy. It really oh, is. And okay. It's, 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 it's pretty nice. It's, they don't have a Nuketown like, house built or anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, but other than that, um, it, it's pretty on par, I guess. You know, there's, there's, four, there's four or five different fields, and they're all very different from one another. Uh, they use, one of them is like a lot of wire spools, and one of them is a lot of these square plastic barriers. It's, it's a different field for every. Each each field is is very different from the others, and it's a lot of fun. They got a field with a tower in it, which I I wore a full pack. That, I've got a new pack that I borrowed from Kitty, and I can carry six pods on my back plus my air tank, and then I've got my 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 um my hopper with another two hundred and my pistol, and I fig- I've been running my dam so that I've got a hopper on top, like a standard hopper. But then I've got that big box magazine that uh, that guy 3D printed me of first strikes on the bottom. So I've got 200 on top, another 50 on the bottom, and another like, I don't know how many rounds were to pot. It may be 150. So like 800 on my, 900 on my back or something. And I, I, I just went up in this tower and I would pop up and kill a guy, pop up and kill a guy. I, w- I don't know how many people I shot on Sunday, but it, conservatively 60 I don't know. Every si- every single game, I'd get like there was a there were a few like outliers where I, I got shot at right out of the start, but most of the time, I'd say I averaged six to eight kills a game. Every game, one game, I shot like twelve people out. It was great. I, I yeah. ran really far up. I flanked a lot of people, and uh, I actually shot this guy a few too many times. He felt like it's. Uh, I got it all on video too. I'm filming <laughs> all this. I'm I'm making a montage out of it. But this guy. <laughs> I, sh- I start shooting this guy in the side. I can see his entire side. His ribs are exposed to me. And I light him up pretty good. I shoot him maybe 12 times in, into his area. They're bouncing all around him, and I, I don't see any, any of them break. And then he, I stop, and he looks and starts shooting at me. So I'm just like, all right, now you're getting hosed. So I, just, <laughs> so I send maybe 20 more, and it takes two seconds to shoot 20. And, and, and he's just, like, rolling on the ground as they, like, hit him everywhere. And he's screaming. He's like, I'm out! Stop shooting me, asshole! I was like, get out of the fucking game! We're playing here! And just shoot some more. It, the video's going to be great when I get I done. Can't I think wait. I'm going to film. I think I'm going to film for at least four weeks and, like, get four different games, four different Dude, days of gameplay and compile. In Chicago, I don't know if I told this story on air, but I think I told you. I, like, basically, I came around a corner, I shot two guys. And they shot me. So now I'm out. Fine. Nice. Nice bruise. And uh, then another guy comes through a doorway and shoots me. And I'm like, I'm out. And then he shoots me again. And I'm like, I'm out. And he shoots me again. And I start shooting him back. Right? Because <laughs> fuck him. You know? Yeah. He's clearly yeah. like, I, I, and we're only like four feet from each other. It's not like he's not hearing or whatever. So then I start shooting him just to be like, well, fuck you. If you're going to yeah, keep yeah, shooting right. a dead guy. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes, oh, good shot. I didn't expect that. Like, I'm like ramping up into fight mode. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. If someone shoots you too many times and you've already been like, it, you feel like you've already like, you know, they should know you're out. You know, you right, raise right. your hand, you got your barrel plug in, you're waving it. Everybody knows. And then I did this. I kind of like, yeah. You're just like, what the fuck's your problem? 
Yeah, right. Like, like, cause one more of those, and we're gonna escalate things. Like, like, like this. It's clearly you're fucking with me now. Like, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and be your victim as you shoot me while I'm de while yeah. I'm already out. Just cause I have a paintball mask doesn't mean I like it. Yeah. I don't enjoy getting shot. No, no. I enjoy those rare moments where I shoot them. That's, yeah. That's what we live for. But. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. I played with my uh, my two really expensive guns, and then I broke out a cheap gun that I hadn't played with in like 12 years, like a really old autococker, and I did well with that too. So I, I had a good day. I, I swear we should try Airsoft too. I, I know paintball enthusiasts would consider that to be sacrilege, but I just like being lighter. You're light, you move. Uh, I'll I do it. You know, if, I, if there's some Airsoft field out there that wants to wants me to come shoot Airsoft, I would love to do that. Let us know. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the downside of Airsoft is people cheat, I'm told. When I played, it wasn't a big issue. And when I played, it hurt enough. You said, what, 400 feet per second? It hurt enough. At, at least, right? People wanted to be out. Like, they wanted you to stop shooting. And uh, one thing is Airsoft, the rounds, they go straighter than paintball. Like, hmm. like if you're a perfect shot with your paintball gun, sometimes it takes... Like they they just curve, you know. They're There's not. There's a reason they, that that paintball guns have so much rate of fire. It's it's <laughs> it's accuracy by volume. Yeah. Whereas, like, you can literally use a scope and expect it to behave like a bullet with airsoft, and that's interesting. I've watched you. I love get like late at night. I'll watch YouTube videos of people mm -hmm. playing paintball and airsoft, and and one of them in particular, this guy was in like a spider hole. I don't know if you know what this is, but like you dig a hole in the ground, uh, like you know, big enough to like sit in and so that you know it's like so you're like eye level and then he's got kind of a little mini roof covered with leaves and shit so <laughs> he's kind of got this area to peek out at people and he's just about invisible and he's sniping from inside this thing with an airsoft sniper rifle and it's a big bolt action thing like <laughs> he, he really has to make each each shot count and if he and he, and he can't like do follow-up shots because every time he shoots they all kind of look around like where'd that mm -hmm. come from and and he sits there for maybe half an hour within view of their base, just taking them out one after another. It's uh, so so. I don't know. I might like it. Um, yeah, airsoft guys are into milsim a lot. That's and, the thing. Yeah. yeah, right. Whereas I'm more into like Call of Duty, like real life Call of Duty, right? Like I die, you die, whatever. Let's all run around. I don't care. I'll wear a fucking jester's hat. It's fun, but um, I'm cursing in front of Colin. But uh, uh. You know, they're into Milsim. They, they want like <coughs> realistic SWAT team scenarios where they take over buildings and stuff. And maybe that'd be more fun than I think it is. I don't know. But. Do you want to look at a video of someone playing uh, some CQB paintball? I think it's really entertaining. Yeah, if you got it, I'll try and set this thing up. Yeah, if it's not too much trouble. If it is, then we'll just, Let I'll show you off the air. See, hopefully this doesn't share anything I don't want to. Okay. All right. So I haven't done enough research into where this paintball field is. I'm guessing it's on the West Coast. That would just be my luck. But it, it it's a small field. It's two stories. It's all close quarters combat. And I've seen a lot of people use pistols on this map. And it looks like a ton of fun. There's ladders, doorways. Hall. It, it is a very, very small field, though. And they do, like, multiple reentries. So... You've got like three lives, so you just run to the back, tag a barrel, and jump back in. So I'm at zero. Ready, set, play. You notice how he's running past all these other players? Yeah. Like this guy plays with some bravery. 
He's all the way towards the enemy spawn in the mm -hmm. back. And, and that's to me is, is kind of an airsofty thing. Like, it, it, of course, that happens in paintball too. Bad guy. <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. But you know, you can be a little light and subtle and sneaky. Bad guy. Bad guy. You know there's more up here. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is just they, he he's just catching campers. He's like clear. He's asking clear because he wants help. Yeah. And he doesn't want his teammates shooting. I think him. he just got shot. I think he did too. But this looks like a lot of fun to me. He's got some kind of a flag. I think the flag's to let people know what team he's on, maybe. So he doesn't get team <laughs> shot. Because that seems like it'd be a real issue. Or maybe he's grabbed an objective. I don't know. I've seen objectives on this map where they put a beer keg in the middle that you've got to grab and then retrieve. You're out. But see, he's, just, he's in their spawn. And because it's a respawn game, like you can do that a lot. Like if you, if, Once you get back there, you can go to work on people. Double tap. <laughs> oh, do you shoot both guns? Yeah. I've been using that Tiberius pistol that I had in Chicago, and uh -huh. I've had failure after failure out of it. I think I'm going to switch to uh, these Tipman pistols. I've got one. I actually got it right here. Are you done with this video? Yeah. Did you say yeah? Yes. Okay. Uh... But that looks like fun. I'd love to go play at a place like that. Um, I think I think I'd enjoy that a lot. You could you could run a lot lighter, and I've got that pistol already. I just need to get some of those cool twelve round magazines he has for his. Yeah, I have a um, I have a little MP7 that I could play with, and I also have an assault rifle. I think it's a like an M16. Oh, you're talking airsoft thing. again? Yeah, I am. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you're on paint. Yeah, that was paintball they were just playing. Was it? Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah, those are paintball pistols. That's what I was getting at. Like he's he's got those. Uh, Tipman TPX paintball pistols like this one. Those huh. are pretty nifty. Dual TPX, yeah, just like it says. Huh. So, uh, I, I, I was talking to Kitty about it. I was like, why don't more parks play like that with, with like a you know door to door like hallways and stuff? And she said because kids are such a big part of it of the like the money making nature of a paintball field, uh, and they won't play that shit. You know, and, and it's true. It's true. Like at my field, like or Atlanta paintball where I went, all the kids hide in the back. There was it was great. There's <laughs> one big wide bunker in the back, and I look and there's four or five heads sticking up, like with the masks. I can see like the top part of the mask like peeking up, and every now and then I go, and they all just jump down. <clears throat> they they just stay in the back. Uh, it, it can't be fun to play that way. Well, I, it's like they say that in COD too, right? Like camping's not fun. Well. Living a long time, not dying much, hurts less. You get kills, though, if you're in the back in COD. You can snipe people, but that doesn't work in paintball. You're just kind of just wasting paint, lobbing it around. When I'm up close, when I'm up on the snake crawling around, and I pop up, and all of a sudden I've flanked you, and you don't even know I'm there, and I send those three, four paintballs your way at your ear, like, Dude, I get to see those hit you. I get to hear them hit you. It's, what's, it's a, I think it's fun is playing with a team. <clears throat> two three guys is all it takes and you can really do a thing you know like you me and joe me. were running around a lot i, I maybe chiz was in it a part of it but you know like you'd cover or one guy would flank and i used to not understand why flanking was so effective right like militarily 
God, we've got forces coming from the West and forces coming from the North. And I'm like, why does that even matter? I can just shoot here, shoot here. Like it, the transition time is very small. What's such a big deal about flanking? But now I realize it's the cover. I think it's the cover in a military cover sense shrinks. too. You cover shrinks. It is. It's it, the difference between you know if you're trying to block some of your guys. It's the difference between doing it like this and and having full cover and, and all of a sudden being like this because you've got to block something from that direction and this direction. Now I'm a little exposed. Or over you here. need an L shape or something like it, it's and you need the perfect L shape, right? Because three out of four of them aren't going to work for you. I'm probably thinking about that wrong. But, That's why um, being in a crossfire, for example, would be the worst. You know, when they're on either side of you shooting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, and that's it's, what uh, we do in paintball. We set up the crossfire every time we can. You know, even if I got the kill, I might have only got it because he was taking cover from you, and he had a hard time taking cover from both of us. And that's that to me is now how I play paintball. I try to find a flank, try and get on a flank, um, own rooms that are critical, and get flanks. And you know, that's that's my objective in playing communication paintball. Communication is huge. Like when I'm playing these games with just. You know, I don't know any of the people out there. It's usually just a mixture of kids and, a, and young adults, and I, I kind of look at their gun to, get, to gain some knowledge of their experience level. I assume a rental gun means very little, and a, a more expensive gun means at least a little bit. And, I, you know, you can look at someone usually tell a bit. But right. I'll, I'll yell at those rental kids. I'll be like, hey, hey, there's three guys behind me. I need you to shoot at them when I say, and I'm going to run. <laughs> and they can usually handle that just fine and mm -hmm. it works great like that kind of just that amount of communication alone uh, is it helps a lot it, 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 it what's fun is yeah. it when i play like a living legends type thing and i communicate like that a lot of times i don't get the result i'm hoping for like all right guys six of us let's push forward we'll do this whatever and i run it and i'm all alone but when we did the pka adventure everyone was like a painkiller already guy so if i get six people I'm like let's do this they're all coming with me. I have a hard time not getting 12. You know, yeah. like, I, 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 like some of you are going to have to watch the side where I'm not. And, <laughs> and, yeah. and but, but that was kind of neat being able to. And after I did it a couple times, they started looking, you know, Woody, what's the plan this time? You know, they want to be on Team Woody and we do a thing and have a plan as opposed to just like what casually pushing up the middle, you know, to opposing forces. No, no, no. Let's who's the sneaky one. Let's do that. So, and Joe's always down. It doesn't matter how dangerous or foolhardy it is. Like, you know, Joe, I think we could run to the third church. Why not fourth? They, they spawn at the fourth church, you know. Yeah. I think we can take it. <laughs> yeah. Let's he's, go in there. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't. But yeah, it's always Well, a I'm good looking time. forward to the next one. I, I, uh, I think Kitty's working on that now. I'm mm -hmm. um, hammering that back out again, uh, but it's it's I'm 99.9% .9 sure it's going to happen. I'm I, even if they didn't pay me to come, I'd probably just go of my own expense. I want to go play in the game, uh, mm -hmm. so it's July 12th, I think. Cool, that's the day. Yeah, I don't think we got paid for the last one. I got the check uh, in hand. Uh, Kitty's, I think I, you missed. You must have missed the message on Skype. Okay, um, it, it it got to it's the monies are being diversified. Nice. Now I get a check from you guys. Now you get a check from us, yeah. <laughs> we, we always joke that like uh, that Woody guy never never sends anything in the mail, but Matt Woodworth, he sends good stuff in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fans. They're like, Woody's all right. Sometimes he's tired. Sometimes he's grumpy. Sometimes he's fun. But Matt Woodworth, always a winner. If you hear Say, from Matt Woodworth, <laughs> you're getting money. 
The only interactions I have from Matt Woodworth are money. <laughs> <laughs> he just sends me money all the time. And that's really the only correspondence we have, and I love it. <laughs> He's a swell guy. He's like that grandma that, that goes a little senile and starts sending you a few extra cards every year for your birthday. <laughs> uh, what, I, oh, another fun thing is I get to know everybody's name. Like, we have an admin named Ice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if the other staff even knows Ice's name. We had one named Zero. No one knew his name. And he had fun with it. He wouldn't tell anyone his name. Um, Lefty, uh, his name was like a secret. For, I, it, it's kind of out there now, but I'm not going to say it. But, uh, you know, I have everyone's name and address because I said it. You're the man. I, yeah, you signed the you know, Lefty, I had worked with Lefty for like a year. He was he, Lefty's a really private person. And uh, and I was like, Lefty, I need your name and I need your address. Or, I think I had his name, but I needed his address. He's like, what's it for? And I was like, I have to send you a check. You know, I forget what it was. But for whatever reason, the money wasn't in PayPal. It was in my bank account. I needed to send him a check. And uh, he's like, you know, well, could you do this or could you do that? And I'm like, dude, I, like, I just need to send you a check. <laughs> like, why are you fussing? So he gave me his address and, and that's that. I'm, I probably still have it somewhere, but I'm not sharing it. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, it didn't end on great terms, but I'm not going to dox the guy. <laughs> do you want to talk about the privacy issues you had the other day publicly? Sure. Yeah, I don't care. It's uh, we. I've had a lot of people send me my address, telling me they figured out my address, like like they were the one who figured it out. Meanwhile, like yeah, tons of people seem to know my address. Well, you doxed yourself like half a dozen times. Oh, in, yeah. Inadvertently or, or, or advertently. Either I just way. only care so much. You know, like it, it's going to happen. They, they found it. Well, like doxing myself. I just even, I talk about my life a lot. And some of that included details of the home, like the size of the lot or something. And, and you mentioned, a f you would mention key characteristics accidentally, occasionally. And, and, uh, you you gave yourself away a few times. I, 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 just I, the size of the lot narrowed it down because it, like it, it's in Raleigh and the lot is this big. And then people started checking all the recent real estate sales, and there weren't too many. And uh, so it was known before I even got the house. So my own like give a hoot meter really wasn't budging much. And now, like if you watch my vlogs, I'm like filming my yard and stuff like that. I haven't shown the inside of the house yet. Because we're still furnishing and, and in sunrooms still cleaning. Like there's boxes to be unpacked and stuff. And I want it to look right. You know, I, I want to put my best foot forward when I finally show the home. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, anyway. So you got a few pizzas sent to you. I got a couple pizzas sent to me. And then that night, I, like I had called the police the day before, like to sort of initiate my relationship with them and such. But that night I was like, look, I'm getting pizza sent to the house. I don't know if the SWAT team's coming or not, but this is me. And, and the local news had just run a story on swatting where they came and interviewed me on WRAL. And uh, like, I, I guess a lot of the police community saw it. Like, you know, I don't know. If my local news ran a story on YouTubers, I'd take a special interest. So uh, like when I'm talking to him, like he knew me. He's like, you were on that story. I'm like, yeah, that's me. So here's the thing. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Great. If anyone says I am, <laughs> you know, call. I'll reassure you. You can come out. You know, send some uniformed officers. It's all good. You can come out now. Meet the wife and kids. You know, get a vibe for who we are. It's all cool. Just, <laughs> just keep your SWAT team at home. And uh, you know, now I'm, I'm, I've developed a relationship with the Raleigh Police Department. 
That's good. That's like that's that's smart. That's definitely a smart thing to do. I would I would keep building upon that relationship. It's a good. I was at my local sheriff's department just mm-hmm. recently. Had a nice meet and greet with everyone. <coughs> I think it's uh, I think it's good to know them and to have them know you, so that when they do hear something crazy, maybe they don't just jump. Well, get the SWAT van. Let's go. You got the harpoon, Mike. All right, let's go. Like, like, you don't want him thinking you're crazy. Like, like, oh, we just gotta call us. What do you guys? He, he's got sharks with lasers, and he's killed his family. Well, get the harpoon and let's go. Come on. Yeah. Like, you want him to be like, nah, I don't know about that. Right. I'm trying to grab props around here. All right, boys. Set the lasers to kill, <laughs> or the tasers. Ah, I said it better in my practice in my head. But yeah, we they, they set the tasers on on kill and and I rush would, in. They should be able to set the tasers on kill. I would like that. Is that a thing? Would, Can you no. kill it with a taser? I, I mean, I guess it is technically. People have died from tasing. No, but I mean, they could ramp it up. Like, okay, current tasers are yeah. non-lethal technology, but oh, you know. People the amperage, and yeah. I think you could kill someone. People touch electrical wires all the time and die. <laughs> they could step up their game. I think if they increase the amperage, which is something they could probably do if they wanted, they could totally make a lethal taser. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, I already mentioned. I already talked about playing with the Zeus and uh, Counter Strike. We should play some more Counter Strike. Yeah, I'd be down. Part of it is my sleep schedule. God damn me and my responsible lifestyle. It's screwed up. If, if, oh, I mean, I'm by 9 a.m. I'm finished taking Hope to school. If you want to play in the mornings, man, that seems like we're gonna play with the UK people. I'm joking, really. I, but you're yeah, right. I haven't yeah. loved the game enough to play it in the morning since like COD Four, and I remember <laughs> like, up on British kids like with with silenced Uzis and shit at the crack of dawn. Uh, you're gonna have to play in the evening time when Chiz and I get online. What's fun uh, is when you like in COD, you play against British people, but every so often you'd pull host. And you know, all those poor guys, you know, it. It's lagging. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing a few different games lately. I and I'm I'm pretty excited about all three of them. I, I started playing Mortal Kombat recently. Love that. Really into that. I'm memorizing, memorizing all of Scorpion's fatalities and brutalities. Cut. I cut one of them. He cuts the front of your face off, and it just slides off. And then you're. It's it's great. I, dude, I really have you like seen the Jason mortalities? I don't want to pay. I think you got to pay for Jason. I think he's part of like a package, and it's like thirty dollars. I, I know that he's a DLC character. I have no idea how you earn him. Money is probably a good guess, but his fatalities are cool. He fits right in. Yeah, you know, pl- I, I saw that he he's like he's over there, but he's grayed out. Like I can click him, and I think he's part of like the expansion packet, which is li- it said thirty dollars. Maybe there's a cheaper way to just get him, but I don't think so because that four armed guy who's like Ryoi or something. He's like five dollars, mm. which I'd have probably I might have paid three to five dollars for Jason, but I don't want to spend five bucks on that guy. Game prices haven't really gone up, but effectively game prices have gone up. Skyrocketed. Like, like, Skyrocketed. When when I played COD Four, it was sixty bucks for the game, <laughs> and then there were two DLCs, and I think they were fifteen each. But they seem more um, optional than any dlc since then you know nowadays like if you play cod i feel like you need the dlc you know it's it's a part of the game that you're really missing out on there's guns there's stuff in there man although i will say this we we bitch about the microtransactions and stuff now but i remember playing cod 4 in its second year and it felt really tired and burnt out and it seemed like we were doing the same thing over and over again and Mm -hmm. i remember playing search and destroy 
uh, on Crossfire, and we were dead, and we were in like the lobby and talking to each other about the game and everything. And I just remember saying, you know, no, if they no just way. give me like a Black Desert Eagle or a, a a green one or you know some new weapon camo, I'd pay five bucks for it like that, mm. like anything, just a new handgun, a new weapon pack, any like. And we would talk about coding and how it would work and how what would happen if I had the DLC but you didn't, and I don't I, know. I mean, in the case you're talking about, guns with skins, pick them up. It's advertising. If I pick up your gun and it's green and I think it's cool, then I might buy it. Whereas, you know, if I can't pick it up or if it turns black, then maybe it, you know, it's, it's you've, you've missed an advertising opportunity. Yeah, of course. But back then, you know, we we were just talking about how that even. Worked. I don't mind. I, I just wanted to correct because you're like we bitch about microtransactions. Not me. I don't bitch about microtransactions. I was just saying, game prices have gone up. Uh, Oh, they've definitely gone up. And, and But it's kind of like they snuck them in there. You know, they, they stay at $60 or $50 or whatever it is. But um, they just, they make you pay on the back end. You don't, all, you don't pay up front necessarily, which maybe is more fair. You know, and if games baselined at 90 bucks instead of 60 plus 30, then if you don't like it, you get screwed in a bigger way. Yeah, maybe that's true. It's like a, I, I really know. like Steam. We were talking about this, uh, Chiz and I were talking about this just the other night. We were going through all this bullshit, uh, trying to get Civ to work, and where I'm like going through the process and trying to see why it's not working in, 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 in my task manager, and we're trying to recover all these auto saves, <laughs> and we're doing all these backhanded ways of doing it. And meanwhile, we were talking about wanting to play mo- uh, play multiplayer mods, which requires you to extract all these files and and move them around in different folders and they're like .tlk files or something and there's a lot and I'm just like man I love PC gaming (laughs) (laughs) like it it's not simple in the least and you better come ready for a bit of frustration and it's great if you've got a friend there to hold your hand but in the end I feel like the experience is just miles ahead of the console I had so much fun playing Counter-Strike with my keyboard and mouse I suck at it but it's just better all the stereotypes are true right console gaming really is cheaper pc guys are going to freak about that no i can build something as powerful as a console for 400 bucks whatever fuck you console gaming is cheaper 400 dollars you could for a decade right that just if you build a low-end pc you won't be pc gaming on it for a decade um console gaming is easier that's true too you know it just is you, you put in the disc and it plays it, it can be a pain as it first installs and such but it, it is cheaper and it is simpler. PC gaming's better. That part's true too. You know, in virtually every aspect. Uh, yeah. What is a video game if it if it's not the video, the audio, and the way you uh, interface with it? And PC gaming wins in all three aspects. Mm-hmm. It, the video is better. It's higher frame rates, higher resolutions. The audio is better. Mm-hmm. It means coming. You, your PC isn't limited by what they could shove into that plastic box without it overheated it, heating anymore. You can have the best audio stuff in the world if you want. Uh, you don't have to worry. Also, the accessories, you know, we don't think about that, but there's so many accessories that are, like, console-specific, whereas with your PC stuff, it kind of works with everything. But, yeah, PC gaming is just better. And it's, Keyboard, mouse, for sure. This is kind of specific, not just to me, but, you know, not to everybody. I really like that in PC gaming, I'm all ready. Like, if I wanted to PC game, this mouse and keyboard sitting in front of me is ready right now. We're good to go. Whereas in console, it's like, all right, we're going to switch over to console mode, right? We're going to like power that thing up, turn the TV on, change the HDMI inputs and, you know, get my 
audio ready, whatever. Like this is literally, I, I play with these headset. I play with this mouse and keyboard. Here we go. You know, it, it, it's, oh, and, and they're, you know, for recording, which is really small portion of the gaming population, but for recording, like it's ready. It's just software sitting around here. The, we're, we're ready. I like that for PC gaming, it's just always at my fingertips. Whereas for console gaming, that's not the case. I agree 100%. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not as easy, but it's much better. It's much mm-hmm, better. Mm-hmm. So. And, uh, and I, I love the whole nature of Steam. I love Steam. I, I, I didn't even understand it fully, and, I, and perhaps I still don't. But I love the way that people can give me games. I love the way the friends list works. Uh, everything's just customizable and editable, and I like it. I, I, I am going to play some console tonight, though, because that's where Mortal Kombat is. That's going to be fun. Mm. Mortal Kombat's not on PC. If it is, I I certainly wanted, wouldn't want to do keyboard and mouse. Right, I, there, I, I like the feel of a controller for that. I think that's different. I, or you can maybe even buy a stick and you know, yeah, set up pros use the uh, some games uh, are console games. Assassin's Creed is a console game. You know that that people ask me if I'm a PC or console gamer, and I guess I'm a PC gamer now since it's all I played for a while. But you know, if it's better on the console, like Assassin's Creed. And that's where it belongs. Absolutely, yeah. And I, it's, I don't have anything against the consoles. Mm-hmm. I just prefer the PC. Like, like if there's a game that I think is better on the console, I'd happily jump on an Xbox One or a PlayStation Four and and be like, oh yeah, the PC just can't handle this. Like <laughs> that PC experience on this game just doesn't work. Uh, I've heard stuff about is, is GTA Five having issues on uh, on uh, the PC version. I read I read some Reddit comment and they said it was terrible. But then really? it seems like there's a, a lot, I see tons of gifts coming out of it that look wonderful. A lot of people like it. I do know that they're not handling mods correctly. Like people are playing with mods that don't impact other people or they're playing with mods on single player and they're getting banned for it. Mm. Whereas, you know, that's one of the things that makes PC gaming so great. So they need to, they need to, you know, get this right. I, I feel like a lot of mods can be your friend. You know, they're your free development team. Like, you should partner with them like Apple does. I was going to do a video on this just exclusively. But, you know, modders are friends, not food, right? To quote Finding Nemo. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, Grand, Grand Theft Auto could have as long a life as Skyrim does because of all the mods and all the things keeping or it. Counter-Strike. Or Counter-Strike. Or Counter-Strike. You know, all, the, all these That's things. The- I think Counter-Strike started as a mod, but all these things that, that breathe life into your game that you get for free, you know? And, and you know, you might wonder, like, well, what's the advantage of having a long life cycle in your game? When you come out with the next release, you've got a huge audience just dying to play the next one. Like We're, Fallout. I'm so ready for the next <coughs> Fallout. It's but, perfect example. Yeah, if Fallout didn't have the mods, you know, you might tire of it earlier. Um, I'm trying to think of another game. Now, Skyrim is my favorite example where, you know, where it's all modded up and it's kept the community alive. So if they came out with Skyrim 2 today, there's so many active players ready to jump on the next one. So, um, yeah, modders help a ton. And sometimes developers treat all of them like they're enemies. Like if you're not playing the thing that we invented here, you're doing it wrong. You know, Minecraft did it wrong and then Notch eventually sold his company and got out. Now they're doing it right. But, um, you know, they were like, ah, no one can make a buck from it. And that would, that doesn't help the modding community on, um, Bethesda's thing. They were like, yeah, 
we get 75% of your money. No, stop. Yeah. You know, one guy wants to kill anyone with a profit motive. The other guy wants to rape them and take every, you know, golden dragon. I'm in Game of Thrones here, you know, from their purse. And it's like, you need to go the Apple route where you encourage people to develop stuff for your platform and then, you know, just more fairly split the money. Apple's the yeah. most valuable country on, or company on the planet right now. And they're doing it right. You know, to follow that model. So that's my I agree take 100%. on it. Yeah, definitely so. I uh, I heard <laughs> that, I guess Bethesda was supposed to be uh, releasing a um, an RPG title uh, this year, mm -hmm. and some were some are alluding that it may be the next Fallout title. So I'm I'm pretty mm. excited about that. I uh, it's time. It's been so many years. It's, I think it's been like five years or something like that. It's been a long time. Who did Skyrim? Was that Bethesda? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like they. Took a break. It's it's, they, it's either gonna it's gonna be either gonna be an Elder Scrolls game or a uh, Fallout game. Give me either one of those and I'll be happy. Uh, but no, I just hope it's it's nothing else. It's time for one or the other to have a a, a new uh, new entry. I love those games. They're soul sucking. They're, when when the new Fallout comes out, I'm like, I don't know when the last Fallout came out, but like I got into it mid mid game cycle, mm -hmm. and that was years ago. <laughs> so like. So like now, like you said, I'm part of that audience that's like hungering for the new Fallout, where mm -hmm. it's where you know I'm starting on day one with as much experience as everyone, and I can be the first to explore that cave and to get to the end of the storyline, and I'm excited about that. That's gonna be fun. I'll I'll make videos of that when that happens. That'll be fun. What was I gonna say? Yeah, I don't know. Fallout. I tried to play it. It moved too slow. It's like there's 40 minutes of walking at times. It, you ever watch any of um, Excalibur's uh, Fallout videos? I watch Wings's sometimes. Excal's the best, as you might imagine. <laughs> um, Do you think he's good at video games? Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> you know, he's, he's like the best at video games. Uh, he's one of them, at least. Yeah. Uh, he, he's fucking pro at Fallout. He, if, I wonder if he's less of a cocksucker in real life. <laughs> I hate to. This will probably maybe, get back to maybe him. Maybe so. I, you I know, bet he, he probably is. It's probably a little bit of a persona he's putting on. In I, the I time that no, I meant over time. Like so, my my the thought process when I said that was like I first got to know who Excal was like four years ago. And I don't know how old he was four years ago, but I'm going to call him like 17 or 18. A man changes a lot during those years in his life. You know, if he was a dick and he was 32. I'd assume he's pretty much the same guy, 36, 37, right? Yeah, all those guys in the in, in, on YouTube and in whatever COD community or whatever who are like 30 plus who are assholes, you could just write them off. They're, <laughs> they're always going to be assholes. They're gonna, yeah, 15 years from now, they're going to be the same jackass. Yeah, meanwhile, but like someone that everybody hated X -Cal on was like Shaggy, like, he seemed to return out be such a, kind of a nice guy. When we, I, I like yeah. what, I'm glad we had him on. That's been forever ago. We should we should have another check in with him. He wasn't a good guest. <laughs> no, he was. <laughs> um, but but Excal was really difficult to get along with at a time when people change a lot. You know, the 23 year old version of him might be a pretty easy going, get you know, cool guy to hang out with. I don't know. I just try to give people a break when they're young because uh, I know how much I change between like 17 and 22 a lot. Well, in any case, if you want to uh, to see what Fallout can be, you mm -hmm. should watch a little bit of Fallout's uh, of uh, um, Excal's video. I think his character's Linda Wreckface or something. I I, I can't <laughs> remember uh, what it, but um, he's got this character uh, that he that he uses all the time. It's the same character, and 
he does challenges and he he plays on the uh, the most extreme versions of the game, the highest difficulty plus um, the hardcore mode that that makes you drink water and eat food like a normal person and deal with radiation like a normal person and uh, he's very good at it. It's fun to watch him play. Hmm. But it can be slow paced. Uh, it, it definitely can be. You've got to get. You've got to care about the story mode. You've got to care about the people you're reading about because there are there are. Sometimes you'll spend three or four hours like going deeper and deeper into a vault, and you kind of get pieces of and clues as you go along the way that tell the story of what befell this vault. You know what went wrong here. Was it was it a power struggle and then the water treatment thing went out of order, or was it was it because they had set this particular vault up to fail to begin with? And you know it was the one where like there's there's one man and and uh, a thousand women or whatever. Uh, it, it's fun to go through all that stuff. Uh, yeah, they did a couple of vaults like that. That sounds like a recipe for success. The vault tech people just really, <laughs> when they, like, I think one of them was just like, it seemed like there was a, there's a lion in there. They put like a panther in or something. <laughs> like there's always something crazy uh, that they would do with the vaults. They weren't meant to, uh, they weren't all meant to, for the people to survive. Many of them were meant as social experiments. So they just put fucking I, off things in there. Would you want to be in a vault with a thousand women? What's my? I mean, what's option B? Uh, like fifty-fifty. What? What? Fifty-fifty. You know, maybe even one girl for every guy. Here's the thing. I feel like. No. I feel like I could be the king of the vault, maybe, and just get all the pussy, mm -hmm. and and just be the boss. And uh, be in charge. If I if if I can rule and have power, I will take the one where you'll I'm get what you earn. I think I'm. I think cock is in limited supply, mm -hmm. and because of because I'm controlling the only resource of cock around there, I will. If if that makes me leader of uh, Vault sixty nine, then <laughs> then yeah yeah I'll I'll take that. But I've they're just gonna like rape me like repeatedly like if like if the only way i get food is if i like fuck 10 women today well like then we're gonna have a problem like i don't want that like they could do that's probably what would happen they'd have me in a cell and like maybe it's the non-sex like, stuff no that scares sex. me it's the non it would be like you know how catty is this place gonna be how clicky is it gonna be how functional is it gonna be am i gonna have to lift everything heavy in this vault because <laughs> I just, I just moved a house, and I'll, I'll tell you, I, like everything heavy, everything, like everything heavy. That shit, like, like I instill that from the beginning in a relationship or anything. Like, there's no, this is an equal partnership, physically speaking. <laughs> like, there were these fifty-pound bags of salt the other day, mm -hmm. and I was like. Get one. I'll get the other. Like, come on. What the fuck are you doing? Like, don't just stand there. There's three jobs that need doing. I'll do one. You do the other. Like, like, I split up the manual labor. That's how I work. I'm, I'm very communist about that. Everyone does what they can with what they have. <laughs> I, it, yeah. Jackie will sometimes get what I think. I call them alligator arms or T-Rex arms. She's like, oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, well, I'll get it. <sighs> so, well. I've got, uh, because Kitty doesn't drive, I often end up being her errand boy. Mm. And sometimes, like, like, sometimes her errands are just a fucking absurd, you know? <laughs> it's, it's not like, give me a pack of cigarettes. It's not that. It's like, I'd like a Mountain Dew. It's not that either. It's like, how about driving half an hour and bringing me back a bit of chicken hibachi? And it's just like, shit, really? 
I wanted to play Mortal Kombat. And and you got to make a half hour drive to to go get hibachi. So so I I wish I just had to lift heavy things. What happens with her car? It's still here. Like, but she doesn't drive. So who drives it? Whoever is driving her that day. It, so she's she the pays. passenger. She is the passenger in the car. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. So based, huh? I hadn't thought about that because it seemed to me like she doesn't need a car because she can't drive. But she's not. always going places, so she need she needs her own car because it just wouldn't work for like her to pay someone to drive her somewhere in my car. It's hard to appropriately pay that, right? Like ten bucks an hour. You'd have to like overpay for gas or something like that. Like it. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Wow, Jackie just brought me homemade ice cream. What kind? Strawberry. It has oh, little bits of strawberry in it too. Those are strawberries. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. real nice. Wow, you guys are just living it, living it large. <laughs> got an ice cream churn and everything. Yeah, she has. A, what is the ice cream maker thing called? Is it a churn? Cuisinart ice cream maker, apparently. Her mom bought it for her. Peach ice cream is also very good. He says, he says to try peach ice cream. It turns out well homemade. Does it? Did you hear that? Uh, loud and proud, baby. You build a fence, I'll make you peach ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Those don't seem like equal. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of ice cream to be had here. Hey. <coughs> you two need to get on watching your Daredevil, because here's the thing about Daredevil. It's just the beginning. So and apparently they're going to have this whole thing where there's like three or four more characters who are each going to have 13 episode series on uh, Netflix. Really? And they're all going to band together, including Daredevil. And they're like the Defenders or something like that. Uh, they're, they're from the Marvel Universe. And it's like, um, I can't think of all their names. I, I was reading all this earlier. But yeah, that's the thing. So there's going to be like at three to four more Marvel series on Netflix, and then they all come together as the Defenders. I thought today we were getting mattresses and this cabinet that holds the TV. So at the foot of our bed is going to be a cabinet, right? But not like a nightstand. The TV, oh, yeah. it, it, like saw. like a mechanical like lift, raises and lowers it from inside of this like you know cabinet. And uh, I'm like, man, at the end of the day, I'm going to be able to watch TV from my bed. That sounds incredible. No more sleeping on the floor. All they delivered were flipping box springs. That's what, it. What? Box springs. We got box springs. Oh, All man. the bedrooms in the house now have box springs. Six box springs. Six box springs. Idiots. Everyone knows you, it should be three and three. You should have gotten three beds in there, three box springs. It, it's, it's crap. It's crap. It's crap. I'll be sleeping on the floor again. Uh, did you set up the beds on the floor yet? Do you think I dragged everything? No, I've washed. Oh, no, apparently there's heavy things to be moved. <laughs> How much do they weigh? Yeah, I washed three floors. Oh, you washed floors? Yeah, everything but the Game of Thrones. Okay, cool. What You did master bedroom, sunroom, and game room? Okay. Anyway, she washed floors. But fair enough. Yeah, we'll let her get away this time. <laughs> yeah, right. Eight hundred dollars, please. Oh, right. So the uh, yeah the the cleaning people wanted like a thousand bucks a month. So five hundred bucks. They're gonna come twice a month. 
They wanted a thousand dollars to do this house. I mean, it just seemed too high. We're gonna keep shopping. Yeah, I think so too. I think you want to find like I don't. I guess you do have a lot of floor space. But we do. But we were like, basically, it's like just you know, we we have four bathrooms, and um, what do we want? Bathrooms and kitchen done, and that's like roughly it. You know, just like keep the place tidy, oh, kind well, of. I mean. We're not asking them to like wash all the floor space all the time. I think that's a hundred dollars each trip. That's what that sounds like to me. Because that's what. So the lady that comes here, she uh, she vacuums all the floors, does all the bathrooms. Right. We um, wanted that vacuum the stairs and the rugs. Di- does all the dishes and the like straightens the whole kitchen like anything that's awry there. And you know if I've had an extravaganza the night before, it could be crazy in there. <laughs> But she wanted uh, 500 bucks a trip, and that, I thought that was too much. And we were supplying all the cleaning supplies. Jackie, she does the laundry. She folds it. She puts it away. It's $100 a trip. That's what you want. Our, Jackie's friend was like, it should be 80 bucks a trip. And we're like, ah, it's kind of a big house, so maybe more. But And I, in my head, I was like, if it was $250, we will we'll make this happen. Like I would pay $250 every two weeks is like six grand a year. I'm like, I think that is worth it to me to live in a nice, clean home. But... Um, uh, you know what they want, which is I guess twelve grand a year. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna look for someone else. Yeah, definitely so. That's that's um, way too, way, way, way too much. Yep, yep. They better be polishing those floors by hand, like fucking Cinderella, for that bunch of money. Right, and and it, yeah, I, and I thought we were like real chill on the requirements too. Like you know, just bathrooms, uh, vacuum the rugs, and uh, yeah, that's absurd. You know, yeah, cool. you, you you I. I think you honestly, it's may seem, this may be a bad idea. Maybe you want to find someone off like Craigslist or something. Get one of those people in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm always worried that those people are going to steal from me, though. There's not much to take here. Yeah, there's not some jewelry. You don't think they may, there's a little jewelry laying around somewhere, I'm sure, like in a bedroom or something. There's probably something you wouldn't want someone to take away. Probably, it might have more sentimental value than anything. It, you just, it's just a. Uh, I don't know. I don't trust people like digging through my things. The lady who cleans our house is like a, the mother of a friend, and I've known her for years. I feel like I don't have any stuff. There's no jewelry or money laying around here. There's no bearer bonds. No, no bearer bonds. <laughs> Nothing. It's all no mutual. Balloons. <laughs> There's no uh, McDuck vault over here where, where we swim in our golden coins. Uh, you want to call it a show? Yeah, I think so. It's Cinco de Mayo, so I'm making it a taco night. Look at me. I'm the Mexican today. There we go. (laughs) PKN episode 38.